individual therapy can be such a rewarding process. Unfortunately, a lot of people reject it because they're afraid of the unknown. I am Naya B, therapist, author, speaker, educator, and influencer, and I welcome you to do individual therapy with me. Take this journey and listen as unfiltered and unscripted brave souls heal and share their stuff points. My hope is that someone listening can relate to their stories and get a perspective on how real therapy takes place. Who knows? Maybe one day decide to get some therapy of their own. But when you do, though, just come do it with me, Naya B. everybody it is Naya B and we are back for season two of doing it with Naya B so this season we're going to be processing losses and comebacks and grief and all that good stuff because 2021 was just rough for a lot of people so today doing it with Naya B is Miss Tessa hello Tessa hi how you doing I'm well how are you fine happy new year how's your how's your new year been so far my year yeah um it's been okay it was kind of stress it's been kind of stressful because I'm recovering from Christmas and both of my sons their birthdays are five days before Christmas and five days after so that was a little rough but it's been okay how about you I am you know what I'm doing well as well I just came back from a transition so I've had so many changes just in the past year alone that it's really been good to just settle down at this point. So I'm I'm with you. I totally understand. So tell me a little bit about just, you know, your, your greatest comeback, your losses, and just where you are with things currently in 2022. Um, okay. I guess my greatest comeback probably, I don't think it's actually totally come yet, but, um, I opened a business last year, called goth candy llc it's a uh, cosmetic company with like eyeshadows lip glosses concealers um we're gonna have foundations and stuff soon um i would say that was like my greatest comeback and like finding a new place and everything uh my bigger losses was i when i was like in an abusive relationship um with my ex and just um I feel like mentally he kind of like just the being in that relationship took a lot from me and um you know in abusive relationships you can get material things taken and everything so that was like my biggest loss and losing my aunt and stuff so take me back for a second, because that was that was a lot. You you just kind of smoothed over that like, oh, my greatest <laughs> losses. I lost my aunt and then I was in this abusive relationship and lost a lot. But yeah. I think that those are two great losses. And, you know, congratulations on the comeback. Um, but before, of course, we can appreciate the comeback, we got to process the loss. So tell me a little bit about the abusive relationship, if you feel comfortable. Um, well, uh, I was in an abusive relationship with my kid's father for, um, since I was 15, actually. So, um, how old are you now? I'm 30. Okay. So 15 years. Yeah. That's a long time. So yeah, I'm sorry. And so that's a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. And it was like, I was conditioned to think it was normal. So I um, that was just a big loss, like mentally when I 
sit back and I have kids with this man, I'm like, wow, like I dealt with this for so long and thought this was normal. And I had to actually um, work a lot on my mental health. So that was um, a big time consuming and energy consuming time for me. And I don't know. It's just a lot. <laughs> what were some of the aspects of the relationship that made you say, okay, this is not, this isn't healthy. This isn't good for me. At what point did you realize like, this isn't normal. Like I thought it was. Um, When like, when he would like try to physically hurt me and I would get up and I would just be like, this is not normal, you know? And, and just like my son, my oldest son, he would, he would just say, I, he would get kind of scared to come home at a point when he was there. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Did it escalate? Like, I know you say, you know, you guys were together for 15 years and at some point it became physical and did it escalate? Did it start as verbal or emotional or did you see other patterns prior to that? As you think. Back. Yes. Um, yeah. When we were teenagers, um, he was like at first people don't show you who they are at first. They love bomb you and stuff. He was nice. And that's what I held on to for so long. But when I think back on it, I'm like, wow, he did like control me and verbally abuse me at first. But then when we actually had kids and everything, it's like that's when it got worse. Okay. When I got physical. Okay. I keep hearing this phrase love bombing. And as a clinician, I will just say that I, I am not familiar with that phrase um, as, as probably as much as most people are. So I don't know if it's a new thing, but can you tell me a little bit about love bombing? Uh, love bombing. It's usually from like narcissistic or like, you know, people damage people. Um, it's when they come into a relationship <clears throat> They could have just got out of a relationship yesterday, but they come into a new relationship, come into your life, and they're like, you're my soulmate. I love you. Uh, you know, just like overdoing it, you know. And then when you try to set boundaries with them, they're like, why do you want boundaries? You know, I'm just trying to love you. But really, they're trying to control you. They're trying to get into your head to where you think you're the love of their life or their soulmate but really they just want to control your life okay that's a pretty intense um behavior you know and yeah I, you know what we it, it, at the end of the day it's like it's a, it's a huge form of manipulation right and mm -hmm. that's it sounds like that's the tactic that they use to just really get you close or to reel you in it you know, um, yeah. that charming that, you know, oh, this is great. I feel so strong for you. And yeah, I'm always leery of people who come in with those type of behaviors because it's like, why, yeah. why, why can't we go slow? Why can't we just right. take the time? What's the rush? What are you what are you trying to do here? You know, um, right. And those are telltale signs. No, seriously, those are telltale signs. And you are right on point with that, you know, like um, of someone who has other intentions when everything has to be so serious right here, right now. And we have to go mm -hmm. ahead and, and do this and we have to, you know, get to this next level. And it's like, why? For what? Right. Like, you know, we really need to rush. What? Why can't we just chill? Right. Mm hmm. And it sounds like when Have you guys you ever are younger, with that? um, you know what? I think no, because I'm I, 
you know what? Let me just say, <laughs> let me just say, I really don't let people push me to do much, but I am a risk taker. I have taken some risk, you know, in my time and just say, hey, let's go over here and get married. This will be so fun. And then <laughs> yeah. get it a no, like two weeks later, I have done something like that, but not to the point where, you know, um, there was this level of someone trying to control me or maybe guys have tried to control me, but I think because I have my own, you know, issues mm-hmm. when it comes to, um, being, a, I don't know. How do I say it? I'm aggressive myself. So there's yeah. just some things that, you know, even if they tried it, they wouldn't get too far. Um, right. Just because my, my persona, I think that when people have gone through trauma, they have one of four responses. So you can either, uh, you can, you can flee the situation, meaning just kind of run from it, you know, or you can have this fight in you, which means you run towards it, or you can, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of freeze, meaning you don't know what to do. You just kind of stuck and you're like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do with this. Or you can fawn in it. And and what that means is just kind of conform so that you won't piss the abuser off. You know, just make sure Mm -hmm. you become the good girlfriend, the good wife, the good, I'm more of a fighter when it comes to, you know, crisis, you know? So when people come at me with stuff, that's just kind of like, oh, I want to try to control you. It's like, you really want to do that today with me? Okay, let's let's play this game. And so now we both abusing each other. So what I try to do (laughs) (laughs) is stay out of those type of relationships, right? I've learned that about me with years of therapy. It's like, let me stay out of this because I know that if you hit me, I'm gonna hit you back. And then mm-hmm. we just gonna be in here fighting. And, and at some point yeah, I didn't realize like <laughs> when I was younger, when I was in high school, you know, my son, my son, I had him when I was 16. And mm-hmm. his, his, you know, his dad and I had a very um, you know, he was into he was in the streets and I thought I was street. Right. And well, I ain't gonna say I thought I was. So there were things that he would do, and I'm like, really, you wanna do that and you wanna take it there? So he punched me, I punch him back. It wasn't until I got older that I realized that was kind of toxic. That was very abusive. Like, you know, you people curse you out, you wanna curse them back out, dudes don't put their heads on, you wanna fight them too. Like, so I realized it got to the point where. I fought a lot and fighting girls was just boring to me because I felt like it yeah. was a competition. I'm like, right. I got used to fighting guys so much. So as I got older, there was just some places I wasn't going to go with relationships just because of my own trauma. And it was too much of a trigger. So when things right. started to seem like abuse, I either was going to roll up my sleeves and roll with it, or we were, I was just going to get out of it. So yeah. I, I can relate, you know, on some level to people trying you and trying to get there um, and get you to a point where they can control you. And I know that that had to be tough, you know, for you, but let's talk about the courage of it all, because it sounds like at some point you decided I'm not doing this. I have kids. I realized that, you know, this is uh, a family that I may be breaking up. Tell me about the courage that you had to decide to do that because some women will stay for the sake of the family and the kids and not trying to divide it and break it up. And they will lose themselves so much in those spaces. But it sounds like you decided that that was not good for you. At what point did that happen? Um, I, okay. So you were, remember how you said some women conform. I think I kind of conformed for a while and I was like, let me be, you know, a good wife. I mean, a good girlfriend, whatever. And that's how I was for a, a while. But, um, I think the triggering point or whatever, like the breaking point is when he, it was like, 
I was hitting him back. I did fight back mm-hmm. because I was pregnant at you know, and he tried to physically hit me while I was pregnant and I beat him. I'm not going to lie. I did. (laughs) I did hit him like really bad. And, um, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I don't, I felt like a man or something like some kind of strength just came over me and I was like, "I I can't do this anymore. So, um, yeah, I, I don't like hitting people. I'm not a violent person. So that's why I was like, there's something about, you know, people getting you out of character that feels like almost just that in of itself is unhealthy when you have to resort to something and you like, okay, you know what? I, 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 I should not be in a relationship where I have to beat your ass. I just should not (laughs) have to do this. Like this should be self-care for me. We should be loving each other, raising our kids. Why are we in here fighting? Something has gone wrong. And then you decide, you know, the cost of that. You're like, do I want to see my kids watch this happen? You know, Mm -hmm. do I want my children to think that this is how you're supposed to be in a relationship? Yeah, that's what the what it was. I was because we had a daughter. I never had a a daughter. I always had nephews and sons. And like, of course, I didn't want my sons to think it was okay. That was on my mind. And then when I had my daughter, I'm like, no, (laughs) like she no. So, yeah, that's important. That's important because you're right. Your kids are watching you. Your daughter's watching you. You don't ever want her to think like, oh, if he, you know, slaps me, he cares. If he hits me, he Mm -hmm. loves me. Or if he, you know, curses me out, that means he really wants this. And right, (laughs) it's like, no, that's that's really not what that means. But some situations or some relationships or even some forms of media will have you thinking that that. Yeah. Love. Mm-hmm. When, when a lot he, of the when he club. chokes you up that means he wants you no no yeah <laughs> no <laughs> so, I, know, I think that's a good thing how like these how toxic like social media and like just society and the younger generation i'm not gonna say it's just the younger generations because the, even the older generations, they'll say, oh, well, you I stuck by your grandpa through this and, you know, this and that. And it's like, I don't want to stay with somebody like that for 60 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, but a lot of the younger generation acts like that. It's OK. Like it's cute or something like when a man or a woman threatens you, like, I'm going to kill you if you leave me like that's not normal. <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people, you know, like you said, at some point you thought it was normal because you had become used to it so much. You were like, okay, well, this is what we do. And the reality is um, sometimes, you know, you got to step outside of that to realize that it's not okay. It's not healthy. Mm -hmm. And and at some point it's going to cost you your life. It's going to cost you your soul and it's going to cost you Mm -hmm. bits and pieces of yourself. And it just rips at you more and more every day. Right. Right. At some point, like, tell me a little bit about your self-esteem, just your level of self-worth. Was that ever affected? Oh, yeah, I was. I still um, battle with it sometimes because when you are in an abusive relationship verbally or physically, you just feel like so small. You're belittled every day. So you just feel unattractive you start to even stop taking care of yourself the way that you normally would and it was affected by that 
Yeah. By the abuse. So how are you feeling now? Because you've moved, right? So it sounds like your comeback, your come up was, hey, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to leave. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into a new space, a new headspace. And so how are you now? Because it sounds like your comeback was way better than the setback, although you're transitioning. How are you? Yeah, I feel I feel like way better now. Like my confidence is way higher. It's just it's really hard for me to. um, And I think that's okay too. like to heal. Um, We've been I haven't spoken to my kid's dad in six months. I haven't seen him or anything. And most people in today's society I feel like would be you know going on dating someone else or whatever but I haven't and I feel like that's okay like I do have those uh you know what do you call it (laughs) I guess I'm just kind of hesitant you're very apprehensive about just kind of you know moving forward because of the lack of trust right exactly Yeah. yeah Yeah. I mean, you've gone through a lot in 15 years, 15 years of your life was, you know, occupied by something else. Not only that, but your mom. Right. So that means your responsibilities are a little different. You have to Mm -hmm. think about, you know, the little ones who depend on you and the healing process. Just even all those things you mentioned about the self-worth and just questioning yourself and feeling you have to get to a point for you where that's at a, a heightened level where you say, you know, what, I I know that the things that I went through is not a reflection of who I am. I know that at this Mm -hmm. point in my life, you know, I can have my life back. I can start over at 30. I can begin at 30, not even start. No, I could begin at 30 and I can, you know, start to restore all of those things that the relationship took out of me, this abusive relationship took out of me. And there's nothing wrong with moving slow. Sometimes we forget to move slow and your healing process may take a while. I mean, six months is not a long time to really, mm-hmm. you know, cause right now you're just learning who you are again. Right. You cause might... I was 15. That's what, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I just, I, another, uh, big thing that made me leave too, was I was, I was being so mean to him. Like I was so angry and I was being really mean to him. And I, I was like, even though he was abusive, I did love him. And I was like, this is just not what I would want to do to somebody that I care about. Cause it was, it, I'm just not a mean person. I don't like being mean to people like that. Mm-hmm. At some point, And that's what we call, you know, trauma bonding in a sense or form of it. Yeah. When you begin to um, adapt to the abuser. And then some point you begin to identify with them and become like them. And you find mm-hmm. a sense of normalcy in that relationship. And you're like, but I still love you. I still want this. But then you realize like, this still ain't healthy either. You know, like, I don't want to be mean either. I don't want to have to slap you around too. And I don't want to have to allow this to be a comfortable space. So I totally get that. Totally. I'm glad it's over though. I feel so much better. (laughs) I'm glad it's over for you as well. And I'm glad that you decided to make a big move and, you know, take care of you and take care of your kids. And that is, that's, man, my hat goes off to you. You know, I I am proud of you. Seriously, I'm proud of you for someone to take control of this situation and not allow what society thinks, what other people think, what elder people think, especially Mm -hmm. when you care about your family and those, uh, you know, older than you, you want to you want to try to do right by them. Mm -hmm. But the reality is who's going to do right by you? 
Right. You got to ask yourself, who's going to do right by you? So I applaud you for that. And I am so grateful for your courage. And yes, your comeback is much greater than the loss. And even though, you know, you may have lost some things those 15 years, you've gained some things as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my kids and just a lot of things. I um, I also like for a while, like I lived in the um Caribbean, so that was a really good um thing for me. It helped me a lot. I love the Caribbean; yeah. it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, and I'm sure there are more opportunities to come for you to, you know, try different things, do new things, meet new people. Um, even just having different friendships or just getting out as a woman, you know, just getting out and being who you want to be for yourself as an entrepreneur, as a mom, you know, Mm -hmm. the self-care thing is important, you know, making sure that you do get up and put on your best clothes and do your makeup and just feel good without having to feel guilty about it. Right. Exactly. Or having someone say something about you going out and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. So there's there's so much freedom in choosing you. So I am really proud of you and really glad that you took on that journey. And I'm I'm so happy that you decided to sit down and do it with Naya B today. That is so awesome. Thank you. I'm glad you decided me. Yes, absolutely. So um, I definitely want to um, follow up with you. And if people want to, you know, support your your business and support uh, what you got going on with your eyeshadow and makeup and things like that, where can they find you? Um, they can find me online at www.gothcandycosmetics.com. And also my Instagram is Queen T. It's Q-U-E-E-N-T-E-E. And we also have uh, Instagram for Goth Candy, which is Goth, G-O-T-H-C-A-N-D-L-L-C on Instagram. Thank you so much. And I'll probably leave those in the comment section for people who want to come check you out and support your business. I appreciate you so much for doing this. And um, yes, we will definitely, definitely keep in touch. And I will definitely follow up with you. You guys, you can also follow me on Instagram at author underscore Naya underscore B. And again, Tessa, thank you for doing it with Naya B. Thank you, Naya. I appreciate you too. You have a great day. You too.